Valentine's Day. It comes every year whether you like it or not. Everybody's gonna love today, gonna love today, gonna love today. It's the day when your love life is put on display. I'd like to send a dozen of those to the best girl at my school. These for your wife? I'm 10 years old. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. Where there's always a chance for romance or disaster. Okay, I'm gonna go now, okay. It can be confusing. It's Valentine's Day today. Hello? No, it's a Monday. Valentine's Day always falls on a Thursday. Lose your head, that's Thanksgiving. So it can be complicated. Alex and I were supposed to have sex today. Love can't be planned. It's not love, she's talking that. But at the end of the day, it's all about love. So how do you guys <laughs> feel about each other? Oh my gosh, I totally love him. And I'm crazy about her. Savian wrote his number on my hand. There you have it, young love, full of promise, full of hope, ignorant of reality. A pod, that's fine. A podcast in which we talk about films that have a rotten tomato score of thirty-two percent or less. And you know what? We're getting uh, we're getting romantic over here. We're getting in those um, Barry White vibes. Just just a lot of low <laughs> register. Like, how you doing? What's going on? <laughs> um, and and you know where we really we're really proud of how uh, how smart and timely we are over here at uh at below freezing and it's valentine's day and we're talking about valentine's day <laughs> from from 2010 you asked when this movie was from the answer is is 2010, 2010 yeah. that's so it's it's 12 years old uh roughly um i i you know um this was a first watch for both of us uh we had never seen it before so in terms of of who picked this movie and why I think we were trying to feel more. We were planning ahead. We were thinking of the season. You were doing some some gestures well, that I'm. At first, I'm, I was like, it was a you pick, maybe us pick, and then I did like a circle. As in, oh, like, it was a this. it was a it was a we it pick. It was the universe. The freeze. Oh, the universe. It was. Ah, yes. we we didn't even pick it. No, it was didn't. it was the bestowed upon yeah. us. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um. So so it's Valentine's Day. We're talking about Valentine's Day. We're below freezing. We're going to we're going to sift through this movie. Now we didn't even do like I'm Adam and I'm Melissa. Oh. People don't even know who we are. Well. <laughs> I'm I'm Adam. <laughs> really? Wow. I'm Melissa. This is good. Recovering from COVID. <laughs> I or or did you just smoke half a pack of cigarettes? <laughs> Yeah, look, you like blew away I the smoke away, that didn't like, exist. I like the smoke coming out of my mouth. It makes me feel better. I'd rather say I'm an uh like <laughs> I smoke 12 packs a day than say I have covid. Well, I don't have covid anymore, but well, you know. But you'd rather say that you're you're a rabid smoker. I'd rather say just, that. Just, than uh, that. Yeah. Okay. We are listen, Happy Valentine's listen, Day, babe. Happy Valentine's Cheers. Day. Oh, clinky. Well, well, actually that was the next thing. Is what we drank to get through this. So we went back. I'm I'm drinking wine. I have not been on some of our latest pods. Who are you? I don't know. I well, come on. I had to go back. 
for for an us movie like this so uh you were definitely with your standard rosé you had the dark horse rosé but then i was like you know what i wasn't even gonna go i I, wasn't even gonna open this up i don't need to spend this much for a bottle well let's be true let's be true i didn't spend that much on you You, i was like you know what my wife is worth a a discounted rosé i've been with her for too many years she doesn't need she doesn't need the 20 dollar bottle of wine she needs the three dollar bottle of rosé which which i i honestly here's the thing babe i wasn't even going to say that on air like i wasn't even going to say it the sad part I couldn't taste the difference. Ah, good, good. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, note to self. I hope it's still my COVID talking because I can't taste much um, these days. I, I don't think we've had this one. Um, the, the winery is called Lodi, and it's their Investigator Red Blend, which well, you didn't have any. I but... was just going to say, I definitely haven't had that because I didn't have any. So way to rub it in. Sorry, this was really good. You did this while I've had COVID. I did what? You constantly commented on how things tasted, and you don't do that. But you did it, or at least it stood out a lot more when I specifically told you I can't taste or smell anything. Listen, <laughs> so like, listen. The fact that you would comment on this burger tastes extra. Look, just because whatever. just because you don't believe in COVID, and just because you think this is a big <laughs> government conspiracy, doesn't yep. mean that I can't rub it in your face how good the wine is that I'm tasting. <laughs> I'm so, that's so not true. I just want. I just wanted to say that <laughs> your wine was good. My wine was good. Cheers. Let's cheers again. Cheers. Happy cheers. Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day, lover. To, to talking about this movie, which apparently we watched two different movies because because I I, I want to just skewer this movie as we Let's go through. Let's hear it. But we're not there yet. No, we're not. We're not. Uh, we are going to talk about who made the movie, who 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 wrote the movie, who's in the movie. Let's talk about that. But we actually we have to start with who directed it because Gary Marshall directed this. Now, Gary Marshall is the director behind many of films that you enjoy. Um, I'm gonna save an early one for last because because okay. you you will probably get the most excited. But he directed um, Pretty Woman. Yes. He directed Runaway Bride. Yes. He directed both of the Princess Diaries movies. Um. Check. Now, he directed New Year's Eve, which I haven't seen and came out after this. I haven't seen this, that either. But I know it's just like this. But he directed a movie that you have referenced a lot recently. <laughs> and he directed Overboard. Oh! The original or yep, the new one? The original. Oh, my God! Now, and Gary Marshall is also the father to Penny Marshall. Penny Marshall of Laverne and Shirley. Penny Marshall, who directed A League of Their Own and many other movies. So, of... of of, okay. of notoriety in the so, world of Hollywood. Okay. It's fair to say that my favorite movie is West Side Story. Mm. My favorite directors would be Gary Marshall <laughs> and Penny Marshall. Sure. I don't think I've heard those names ever. Uh, well, huh. I'm really? Like, really No, no, stuck. no. Well, I, I know you're not as dorky with this as I am. No. That's, huh. I want to say I mentioned Penny Marshall to you recently, but maybe it was just in passing with The League of Their Own because we watched that not too long ago. And I love that movie. Well, of course. I grew up on that movie. Yeah. Um, wow. Who knows? But they, that's... Father-daughter? Yes. Makes me want to cry. Oh, well, don't because we have don't. a lot to get through. <laughs> we have too much to get okay. Don't start crying now. <laughs> I won't cry yet. Um. So, And this is written by a woman named Catherine Fugate, which... So, so here's the thing. She also wrote New Year's Eve, which Gary Marshall would go on to direct, but... And again, I'm I'm finding so many Melissa things to bring up because <laughs> she wrote 
Catherine Fugate wrote one episode of a TV show that you also grew up on. She wrote a single episode of a little show called Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> You spiked the levels. I'm sorry. We have to cancel the podcast. Zena? Hold on. Let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> okay. So we come from a small town. Oh, shit. <laughs> Stanwood, Washington. And there was a small... This pet- might have been the first time that you said you're from Stanwood. Because well, you were very clear to delineate. I'm, I'm from, from Camino Island, Washington. But this was really when... There was one school. Like one elementary school, and it was Twin City. Well, there were always two. Okay, what the fuck? I <laughs> anyways, to, shut the, you are such a anyways, bitch. So the pet shop in Twin City, or in Stanwood, At your elementary me. school? We were that small. <laughs> we were that our small. elementary school was also the pet <laughs> shop. Well, hold on. It was the same place, babe. Adam St. John. It was the same place we got our first dog, Bubba. I, uh, at, yes. Which yes. we got my like childhood dog, Buddy at yes, which we also got before Buddy. My first goldfish at oh yes, and I remember walking to this pet store. And my mom being like, "You can have your your pet, your fish, blah blah blah." So I'm looking at all the tanks of the fish. Yes, beautiful fish, like gorgeous, different kinds of fish. And then I was like, my parents couldn't afford any fish other than a goldfish. So my mom was like, "We." Won't a goldfish. That's what she needs is a goldfish. We go in the back room. <laughs> there was a tank. I shit you not. This is a true story. It was a tank of goldfish. Apparently, it's the fish that they feed other fish with. <laughs> the lady, the young teenager who was working the shop, which let me tell you, you know when I say the young teenager, <laughs> it was a teen that was working the shop at this time. <laughs> terrifies me and tells me that I'm saving a fish from being eaten for dinner. That's what she says. So anyways, she's like, what fish do you want? I pick the fish. I'm pretty sure she didn't get the fish that I picked, but it was close enough. (laughs) She grabs the fish and she goes, what are you going to name it? And I go, jockstrap (laughs) after Xena, the warrior princess. And my mom starts laughing and the girl looks terrified. I didn't know what a jockstrap oh. was, but I was naming it after Jockster. Did you ever watch that show? There was Xena, and then there was Jock- Jockster, who was like the funny, like, you know, the funny sidekick guy who married Gabrielle. Or I don't think they married, but they definitely had a thing. Anyways, so <laughs> that's my Xena. My sister Michelle, she's listening to this. She would do the Xena cry because she used to do that. That warrior cry. I can't actually tell if you want me to chime in or not. No, I'm. That's my story. <laughs> like the funny part is my first so fish. My I first feel like fish the fish was, was actually the first fish. Probably was like <laughs> on the floor. There's no way that fish was the fish you picked. Yeah, you're right. right. There's no. no, there's I, was, no I was like, I want that. Fi- there were hundreds of fish in it. Oh my god. Um. <sighs> no. Anyways. Uh, I, no. To answer <laughs> to answer one of your questions, I, I I've never seen a complete episode of Xena Warrior Princess, well, and I will be a happy man to end my life. I have to that say, way. <laughs> if you want to surprise me with a gift, if it a goldfish. No. <laughs> I don't need a goldfish. Named jockstrap? That was terrifying. Okay, don't do that. Um, They also told me goldfish float when they die. I've had three goldfish in my life. Jockstrap, Gabrielle, and Xena. Those were my three goldfish. Uh, I see. The theme there. That's good. And they've all sunk. 
Is that because you overfed them? I think so. They didn't <laughs> last long. And my parents definitely were not like shy on being like, your fish is dead. Flush it. They were very much like, well, I mean, you got to do something it. with it. Um, mm, no, you're still going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, what I was going to say was you should buy me like the series. Uh, okay. Okay. We'll, we'll see about that. You can that. cut this part, but I do have to say. One time, I was at a friend's house. Okay, we're not cutting this. You're was, getting quiet. I was changing. Her, like, I was changing her fish's tank. She had two fish. And I was watching their house while they were gone. Molly. Do you remember Molly? Just, right when just you get on the house. Use a last name. Well, yeah. I'm not saying a last I think, name. I think right so, Right when you yes. get on the island, like right there. Just, okay. <laughs> I was cleaning out her fish's tank <laughs> one of the fish went down the sink drain. <laughs> that doesn't make it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was trying to save myself time and like filtering the fish tank as I was dumping the water out. <laughs> Babe, seriously, this actually happened. <laughs> I need to tell somebody this because I've held this in for 34 years of my life. Is this like the Not way 34, that- it's no. more like 30, is this like the way that Sh- Shirley MacLaine has been holding in the secret to Hector Elizondo? Yes. yes. Okay. This is it. Well, now we're tying it back into the cast of this <laughs> movie somehow. It. I am reaching to Thank pull you. this movie back Do into the frame. Okay. The cast of this movie. Now, here's... Okay. I'm, I'm going to say the cast, but I would like to also say that when we get to talking about the movie, I'm going to say the names of the of the characters they play, I have no fucking clue what their names are. We don't know names. They are only their names in real life. Because they maybe, if they said their names, it was very quick. But it's like, it also, it's so inconsequential. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Okay, so here's here's the cast of this movie. Bear with me, because there's a lot of names to get through. Alphabetically, here we go. We have Jessica Alba as Morley, Kathy Bates as Susan, Jessica Biel as Kara, Bradley Cooper as Holden, Eric Dane as Sean, that's the quarterback, Patrick Dempsey as Dr. Harrison, Hector Elizondo as Edgar, Jamie Foxx as Kelvin, Jennifer Garner as Julia, Topher Grace as Jason, Anne Hathaway as Elizabeth. Hathaways? <laughs> Any <to> Hathaways? <laughs> um, uh, Ashton Kutcher as Reed, Queen Latifah as Paula, Taylor Lautner as William, George Lopez as Alfonso, Shirley MacLaine as Estelle, Emma Roberts as Grace, Julia Roberts as Captain Catherine Hazelton, Bruce Robinson as Edison, and Taylor Swift as Felicia. Now, Felicia? That's apparently her name. Whoa. Now that that's that's revelatory because I also was unaware of that. Um and like they're all related in some way. It's got a very like the player Robert Altman. Everybody's connected kind of vibe. We'll try to sift through this as we go through the movie. Accolades, a uh, motherfucker. There are a lot. Okay, so here we go. We're gonna. I can't wait. Th- they're all mixed in here. We have at some point referenced the Alliance of Women Journalists. They nominated this film for the Hall of Shame which this movie lost to Sex and the City 2. Oh, I've never seen. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen You've any never seen of that? any of Sex and the City. The movies, the show, right. I, I don't. I feel bad. You feel bad? Yeah. Oh, cause because we own the box set? Do we still own it? We do. It's upstairs. I, 
<laughs> never seen an episode. I thought it was such a great gift for you. And you and bought me the season. <laughs> Why did I think that was a good gift for you? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, whatever. Fail. I did. Just like the Elizabeth Taylor perfume you yeah. bought me for Valentine's Day in high school. <laughs> As I'm snorting. I've come a long way. Um, <laughs> the Casting Society of America uh, nominated this for Outstanding Achievement in Casting for a Big Budget Feature Comedy which it lost to Julie and Julia, another movie that I haven't seen. No, but I heard it was good. Uh, what's her name? Got a nomination for it, Mel yeah. Street. Um, she gets nominated for, for everything. everything. The MTV Movie Awards. This was nominated for Best Kiss. Now, can you tell me who was nominated for Best Kiss? Was it Taylor Swift and... And Taylor Lautner? Yeah. It was. Okay. And they lost to Taylor Lautner... Taylor Lautner's cohorts in Twilight New Moon. Mm, of course. So they won. Um, at the Team People's, Twilight. Yes. That's what I am. Sure. At the People's Choice Awards, it lost favorite comedy to Grown Ups. Of course. I like that movie. Yeah. You've seen it. Yeah, we've seen yeah. it together. Yeah. Um, Have you seen the second? No. We will. Okay. Uh, at the Teen Choice Awards, it won... <laughs> It won choice movie breakout female actress Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. No, it's because our fucking Swifty fans or yeah. whatever the fuck you call them. I, what are the Swifters? Swifters? I really wonder what you call them. Who gives a shit? Well, a lot of people. Well, that's fine. Um, We're probably uh, going to die. Die? Well, oh, my God. <laughs> What I mean is we're going to be killed. We're going to be <laughs> we're going to be murdered, murdered because we can't even like say what they are. You just call them a Swifter. I, like after hey, the Swiffer. Hey, I, yeah, I said Swiffer at first. Um, uh, OK, so so there's that. It was up for um, choice movie actor rom-com uh, for Ashton Kutcher. And it was up for choice rom-com, but it lost uh, it lost that. Uh, and it lost uh, choice chemistry um, for Taylor Lautner and Taylor Swift. Uh, okay. It also, here's, okay, here's what I'm really confused about. It lost choice hissy fit Jessica Beale, which I guess maybe when she's freaking out. Like when she's laying on the floor. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, and it also, oh my God, I don't even have the winners because there was so much here. It lost choice lip lock Taylor Lautner and Taylor Swift. And it also now this is interesting. It 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 was nominated for choice. Okay, here's the category: choice movie, scene stealer, George Lopez. What? He was a scene stealer. Yes. Oh my God! Really? In that, the scene where he talks about his wife, uh, best friends. That scene. That's what wow. I'm thinking. Okay. Okay. Do they have a specific scene? Uh, no, because it's the Teen Choice Awards, and probably fucking not. Well. Um, but here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. The Razzies. My. Here we go. My favorite. This always makes me feel bad. Ta so here we go. Taylor Lautner was nominated for Worst Actor for this and his role in Twilight, but he lost. He lost to co-star Ashton Kutcher, who won Worst Actor for this and a movie called Killers, which I've never seen. No. George Lopez was nominated for Worst Supporting Actor for this and a movie called Marmaduke and a movie called The Spy Next Door. And he lost it to Jackson Rathbone, who apparently was in Twilight and The Last Airbender, which I, I'm no. not quite sure. Yeah. 
And the last accolade I have to announce is a win. And oh. Jessica Alba won Worst Supporting Actress for this. And apparently this was just not a good year for her because apparently she was uh, nominated for this and Machete and a movie called The Killer Inside Me and Little Fockers. Oh. So those are the accolades. I mean, Holy she was smokes. very successful in Honey. Sure. Uh, another another classic be, uh, below freezing episode. So yeah. there you go. Budget. A lot of money, I have a feeling, because they got watching. So actually, watching who's in this movie yes. at the beginning, I was shocked. Now, now based on that alone, how much do you think the budget was for this movie? Oh my god, I don't know. I'm the I don't even listen to you when you tell me what the budgets are. <laughs> when you tell me, I'm gonna say like story of my life. <laughs> I can't wait to hear the number. I really can't. I really don't this listen to you. This is gonna be when you talk phenomenal. About- Five hundred. <laughs> no, this is too much. No, I'm please, say, please. <laughs> I was gonna say five hundred million, but I have a, I have a feeling it's like two point seven nine million. Two point seven nine mil. So, so far. I'm off. Wait, is wait, it in wait, the millions? Wait, 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 hold on. You went from five hundred million. <laughs> To two point seven. I know that's a lot. <laughs> Hold on. I'm so. Am I in range? Am I in range? No, technically, yes. Okay, but that's a big. You... Hold on. Is two point seven nine million low? <laughs> Can you tell me that? Five million. <laughs> Five million dollars. We can't do this. This will take too long. That was amazing. <laughs> okay. Was Titanic so, five hundred million? Like I just want to know. I don't. I just want to know like my range. Okay. Wait. Oh, <laughs> I I okay. It is. It's okay. Listen, folks. It is getting hard to breathe over here. Adam does our finances in the St. John household. <laughs> they thankfully. Thank God. Because because apparently things cost five hundred million dollars. I do tell him I'm going to okay. Marshalls today, or I'll say I'm going to Hobby Lobby. Okay. I need six hundred dollars for okay for the record. Yes. How much initially did you think the budget was for well, the movie you just said? I said five hundred million, but okay. now that I okay. say okay. it, no, it's no, very, no, 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 no. Sh- I know sh- it's a sh- lot. Sh- I don't even think a space shuttle in space costs that much. $500 million you thought was the budget <laughs> I'm drunk. for Valentine's <laughs> But listen. That's not sh- what I'm listen, saying is my final listen, answer. You didn't say the, final the answer. The budget of Titanic was $200 million. Okay. Okay. Can we? We're going to get back to Let's it. Let's get back. Okay. We're under 10 mil. Uh, this movie's nope, under 10 nope. million. The budget was $52 million. Whoa. <laughs> so I was close. 500 I was close. You were 10% there. Well, you know what? In Price is Right, if you go over. You're out. Yes, you're I out. got it. Okay. Um, opening weekend. It, so I did good. It, you Just did say it. Phenomenal. Yeah. You re- So opening weekend, it recouped at $56 million. In the U.S., it made double its budget at 110 And worldwide, it made $216 million. It was the 22nd highest grossing film oh, in 2010 between two movies I love. At number 21, 
Jackass 3D. Okay. And number 23, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, my God. It's those Swifters. The fuck? It's goddamn Swifters. fucking Swifters. Sorry. Dramatic pause for my drink of wine. Um, I've never so, gotten them. Um, I, you know, I've, I, I realized as I was prepping for this podcast, I've skewed away from trying to go to female um, critics. And I found one. I found one that we've seen on the Schmodown, okay. Perry Nemiroff. Perry. Who Perry. We've, seen, we've seen commit. Commit. What's the word I'm looking for here? I am drunk too. Compete. I think compete was the word I was looking for. She's anyway, competed. In the Schmodown. Anyways. And she's committed to her answers. That's very true. She writes, Valentine's Day is not a good film, but that doesn't mean it's not enjoyable. Okay. For, for every cringe, cringeworthy moment, there's one that'll make you that'll make you laugh out loud. Sometimes just making a person feel good is all that's necessary, and Gary and director Gary Marshall knows it. By taking advantage of his most promising resources, the cast and the undeniable power of the holiday, he pushes the errors into near obscurity, leaving us with a fun-loving movie for the holiday. Now, that leads us into the next part of the show where Melissa tries to guess the critical and audience Rotten Tomato scores. Here is the blurb. Let's hear it. Eager to please and stuffed with stars, Valentine's Day squanders its promise with a frantic, episodic plot and an abundance of rom-com cliches. Melissa, critical and then audience Rotten Tomato scores. What do you want first? Critical as always. Okay. 28%. Okay. Audience. Originally, I wanted to say 41, but I went with Melissa and I said 71%. Okay. You are going to kick yourself. Okay. So you said critical 28? Yep. No. They're critics. Higher or lower? Lower. Lower. Lower? <laughs> Higher or lower? I'm too drunk to even finish sentences. 18. What? Yeah, 18. Ooh. Now, you said your original score was 40. 41 for 41, audience. And then I went 71. 47. Hmm. <laughs> I, you know what though? I was sensing a four and a seven. So I should have like just scrapped sure. the ones. There was a lot going on there. Oh, um, wow. Now here's. Well, it sounds like a lot of people enjoyed this movie because they spent a lot of money to go see it. Now I would, I would like to. Or was I, it those Swifty fans that it was saw probably, it and then they it were like, ooh, the, let's not tell her how bad of an actress she is. It was the Swifties. <laughs> it was the Swifties. Now, there's a fair amount of trivia for this, but a lot of it is like, oh, uh, all these people were in the same movie and all of those people were in the same movie. And like, I found it really boring because okay. there's a lot of like, like, for instance, apparently, um, just so you know, uh, Julia Roberts, Hector Elizondo, Kathleen Marshall and Larry Miller were all in Pretty Woman and yep. Runaway Bride. And apparently the hotel where Topher Grace and Anne Hathaway, they had dinner, was the Beverly Wilshire, which is the same hotel in Pretty Woman. But, like, that kind of stuff, I don't care about. Right. This, I thought, was interesting. Was this the first movie? Oh, I know you're going to hate this. Was oh. this the first movie that Julia Roberts and her niece, Emma, I think whatever so. We're, we're in together. Okay, that's right. I believe so. What's yeah. her name? Emma. Yeah, Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Uh, because of course, because her brother Eric er, is Eric the dad, and yeah. of course yeah. she has the last name because she's not married. Okay, so this is interesting. I so the when you're going through the trivia, something that comes up is that Julia Roberts, and I love how they broke this down. Julia Roberts was was given three million dollars for her small role, or to break it down, because she had two hundred and fifty one words, she was paid 
$11,952 per word. Oh, my God. But then it's been reported that Julie Roberts, uh, however, her contract said that she would receive 3% of the film's gross, <gasps> which means that at the because end, she netted almost $10 million. Because Julia Roberts is fucking smart. She's amazing. I and, She is the pretty woman and here's that the thing. is killing it. There is no way... There was no way that she shot more than one day. Mm -mm. Everything is basically on the plane or like right. in the limo or whatever. Julia and if Shoppers, they didn't get that in one day, they got it two days and she still made bank. I, Oh, man. Okay, so. Whole, the queen. She's the queen, not <sighs> Queen Latifah. I do not know. Okay, Melissa, one thing that you have always, and I appreciate it a lot. You have always been very supportive and complimentary of my ability to uh, recap the plot yes. of the movies that we talk about. Babe, I love you so much. I don't think I can do it for this uh -huh. one. It's There's too much. There's too much happening in the movie. Do you movie. know how many couples there are? No. Well, damn it. A lot. A lot. But some of them break up it. in the movie. I'll recap it. Do it. Okay. This is a movie called Valentine's Day. Thank you. It's about... Valentine's Day because it's happening on February 14th and you have couples that are getting engaged you have couples that are fucking you have couples that are in in uh new relationships and nobody knows what the fuck they want to do but they figure it out in this movie some do some don't we have a doctor we have Julia Roberts on a plane we have a flight attendant giving heart candies to people Five seconds looking at one guy with blue eyes who's not British. And in the end, we have a grandma and grandpa who are phenomenal and have loved each other for X amount of years. It's a long time. I don't even remember. 51. 51. And bam, that's what Valentine's Day is about. You find the person you love. You find the person you want to be with. And that's who you're with the rest of your life. And if you're not with somebody, then you need to be with Jessica Biel at her really sad party uh, yes. on Valentine's Day yeah. where she's hitting a pinata with, I think... A baseball bat. It was a baseball bat, but I think um, Christmas bulbs, like Christmas tree bulbs were falling out of it. I don't know what was falling out of this oh, pinata. I, I'm not quite sure. Um, but you could be with her sad, saying you wish that you were grandma and grandpa together for 51 years and that was this movie there we go bam i did it i did it Lovely. that's what this movie is about i love it um, oh and then there's flowers in a truck and it gets hit and okay. then you find out a basketball player's gay this is a uh, football player football this is okay so i i, I mean i mean right did i kind of i mean i was all over the place but i should be the new hollywood theater movie trailer talker because you don't you don't like to watch movie trailers and you don't like to watch them it, because they give away the whole movie. But Hollywood, if you hire Melissa St. John, I won't give away the movie. I'll throw it off. People will think they're coming to see a good movie, but really they're going to see a movie about Pearl Harbor and they wouldn't know because you've got me telling about it. I okay, one, I'm scared. And two, did I just sell it though? Sure. Yeah. Um I think the f the first thing that threw me off about this movie oh. 
Did, sorry, did you want more praise <laughs> on your wanting to be the new voice of good. movie trailers? I thought, I thought I did a good job, babe. You how how are you not? Where's the money from these right, checks? It's gonna roll in. It trust better. me. Fuck, I'm pretty pissed about this right now. <laughs> the first thing that threw me off about this movie was the length. Um, comedy should be 90 minutes, <laughs> or they should die. Wait, you thought this was a comedy? I, <laughs> I thought this was a drama. I thought this was a I drama. It was a documentary. Um, <laughs> No, this movie was two hours. Actually, it was over two hours, and that's a problem. And and I think this movie is unnecessarily long and convoluted. So, okay, now, Melissa, is, should we do the disclaimer about, listen, you may have seen this movie, and there's probably something that you've seen in this movie that is like, whoa, what? But here's the problem. I have pages of these moments. Okay. There's a good chance we're not going to get to your particular moment of obscurity. So in advance, we apologize for not hitting every note because we could honestly spend seven hours talking about this movie right. and still probably not hit everything. And listeners, I'm willing. I'm willing and I, ready to spend seven hours. My I, husband is not. I'm not. He doesn't have an in him. He's a man. <laughs> That's why. So... Touche. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to now. I, would you? I think we should try to progress chronologically. You do it. You start us off because if we're any, if I'm anything like my synopsis, I'm going to okay. be all over the place. Okay. So um, we start with Jessica Alba and Ashton Kutcher mm -hmm. immediately. Um, yes. And we know it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. I have two questions for you. Um, one. Do you sleep directly on your hand or do you sleep on your pillow? Well, that's a, that depends Is because this... sometimes I sleep on my hands. Sometimes I sleep on my face. Sometimes my hands are like smashing my head into my pillow because as I don't if, get enough sleep. As if my life is just yes, god awful. It really depends on the day. Okay. Um, now, follow-up question. Yes. <laughs> if, if not sleeping on your hand, is your phone in the I have to one of my notes was, thank God I don't fall asleep with my phone in my hand. I do fall asleep with the remote. Like, sometimes I fall asleep with the remote in my hand. Like, I go to put it on sleep mode, and I fall asleep where I can put it on sleep mode. <laughs> but oh. I've never fallen asleep with my hand clutched to my phone. And that was clutch. Like, he went to go take... He was prying he, fingers well, he off. He was trying to be all sweet yes. and do the ring back there to discover that she's gripping onto her BlackBerry. By the way, uh, how dated is the BlackBerry? That's that's pretty <laughs> dated, right? No. <laughs> One of my notes was I always wanted a BlackBerry. Oh, my God. How sad. <laughs> I always wanted one. Melissa uh. is sad. <laughs> um, it's okay. okay. So, and in this scene... Uh, Ashton Kutcher. He, he, okay, I'm, I, I think I can make sense of the plot as we go through this. He proposes, and she says, "Well, yes." But we don't. We never hear her say yes. She goes, nope. We, nope. Nope. He says that she said yes, but we never right. see her say yes. Does and she, that, does she smile? That says like, she, she smiles. Okay. Um. Okay. So then he's he's all excited. Um. And then we have this great moment where Joe Ma, Joe Montana, or AKA Fat Tony from The Simpsons, get pissed. Uh, when he almost hits is almost hit by by Ashton Kutcher's car, to which we hear the line, "Everyone is romantic on Valentine's Day." Now, maybe I think we need to start right there. Okay. And and we were asked this recently on on uh, Best Picture cast when we were like, "How do you celebrate Valentine's Day?" 
Now, here's the thing. And this movie is really about people who are trying to embrace the very um, uh, the commercial aspects of yeah. Valentine's Day. Now, there's a line that comes up later, and I want to jump to it now. And I I, I don't think I, I worded it correctly, but to some people, love doesn't exist unless you show it in front of other people. Is a line that gets said later, and you were like, you were snapping like, preach it say, say it. it and i'm over here stewing like no fuck this nonsense it's, it's social media social media wants to don't blame social media this was true back in the late 90s and early aughts fuck that i call bullshit on that pda baby you've never been a fan of pda i've always been like Okay. Grab my so ass. Hold on. <laughs> okay. First Do of all, it. I, I, we're I, grabbing cereal. Just okay. grab my ass. We're grabbing cereal. This is the grocery store. Yes. Listen, listen to PDA. me. PDA. I have no, okay. Hold on. I don't like this because there's no, no, I'm going to defend myself at the, right here and now because there's PDA like showing you that I love you. And then there's PDA, like the couple that toe for grace that they were sitting and, and next have, to. And like, um, yeah, we've never uh, been like that. Um, no. Um, uh, okay. and it's like that is disgusting. And in that restaurant, being that close together, oh, fuck who that sits place. at a table like that. By you the way, and I would walk out if we saved reservations. This is the Beverly for, Wilshire. Yes, this is a classy establishment, and, and they're you're letting gonna in sit at a table trash these street the- urchins. <laughs> <laughs> we would walk in, and we'd be like, "Fuck this!" And we would go grab a hot dog we'd be on like, the we'd, side of the we'd street. Be like, we'd be like. Garçon, these people are gross. I don't like it. Get them out. Um, sorry. Wow. That we... was pretty gross, though. I don't know if I'd be able to eat my salad with somebody smooching face like that. Smooching? Right? Ooh. I don't know. That Anyways. is amazing. Um. So, so okay. So we... I do, I do oh. have to say, though, I was like, thank God. You did not propose to me on Valentine's Day. Like, I get it. Valentine's Day is this holiday that's created for, like, love. And we have to show everybody how much we love them and blah, 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 blah. But, like, I'm so I'm so sorry, listeners, if you've done this or if this has happened to you. But, like, for somebody to propose to you on Valentine's Day is the example of, like, I have to prove a point. And... When you're in love and when you really, truly love somebody, you don't have to prove a point. You know, you do it at the the most random times. And I'm going to say, for example, <laughs> when you proposed to me I, I, after 10 years, we were at a bar in Bloomington, Indiana, Hoosiers, we'll get to which that, is yes. represented in this movie. It is. Uh, what was the bar again? Uh, the vid. <laughs> the vid. That's right. I, um, I got that. People were starting to act weird, like, to me throughout the evening. Certain people. It was the graduate students because there was only five of them. Well, yeah. And they all knew Adam was going to do this. Yeah, they did. And <laughs> and they were acting weird and distancing themselves from me. And I was like, what the fuck? And I kept forcing myself on them. Myself. Oh, Myself my God. on them. You forced yourselves that, on them the night I proposed? Yes, this is news to me. I, maybe I, I wouldn't have proposed <laughs> had I known you were forcing yourself. I just remember, on. like... Everything kind of got weird because Adam was like, I want to say something. I'm <laughs> standing across the room. You're, you're skipping big parts of Am the story. I, you tell well, the story. Well, no, like Evie's dad was there and like whistled 
Oh, that's And then right. she was like, somebody has something that's to say. Right. Somebody has and something to say. And then everybody was like, what the fuck? And, and then Adam I walked up. starts speaking. Your as Adam's walking up to me from across the bar, he has a hand behind his back. I'm backing up into a booth ready to fall over tell because them, tell them why. my thought was this he was going to throw a drink in my face. <laughs> oh, th- I thought your, sto- your story has changed. What? At one point they said it was a pie. Not a pie. Early on, I've I thought you said never pie. said a never pie. pie. I've never said pie. What the fuck? I thought at one what point it was pie. Fuck? Why would you? Why would I throw a drink in your face? We're the at a bar. No We're at a sense. bar. <laughs> but so throwing a drink makes just as much sense. If we were at Pie City, I would. If you were walking up to me, I would expect you to throw a pie in my face. But at a bar, if we, were at, were... If we were at Pie City, you would expect. That's I what I would throw... be thinking you were doing. But we were at a bar. Either way, wait, hold on. I'm gonna get this story straight. <laughs> it doesn't pie? matter where we were. Yo, if we were at the zoo, would you think I'd throw an animal like a your leopard? Face? I would immediately think he's got a leopard behind his back. He's gonna kill me right now. Anyway, <laughs> that is the best. We could end this. End this podcast. I'm satisfied. Uh, no. <laughs> That's no, amazing. We've only scratched the surface. <laughs> Anyways, he didn't he didn't throw a drink at my face. He ended up proposing to me. <laughs> I did. I, I ended up proposing. I said yes instantly. <laughs> and I was very grateful. Uh, you're pie grateful it wasn't or a, a drink pie. wasn't thrown in my face. If it was a pie, I'd probably be a little happy. I mean, I was very happy. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Oof. <laughs> Um, okay. So, so I think uh, let's move on. I think we definitely got through that part. That's great. Um, so we meet Topher Grace and Anne Hathaway who are apparently Hathaway? in a new, we have to say that every Annie Hathaway's can watch Keen pill. If you haven't watched, it's a great show. Um, so we meet them. We're instantly we, uh, now this hit us hard because of our, of our past, but there's a, there's blatantly an Indiana university poster on the wall and Topher, Topher Grace. Yep. Yeah. But we meet them and they're clearly in a relationship, but there's something up where like he's, re- they're both into each other, but she has to leave. And we think it's because maybe, maybe she's involved with somebody else, which of course I'm, we'll just say it now because it's so dumb. She's a, a phone sex operator. phone operator. Uh, uh, and she does a great Blanche, a Blanche Dubois. She has a great streetcar named desire. Yeah, it's great. Um, okay. And then, Okay, really had oh my god, I can't. It was a really hard day for him. <laughs> they used to they used to what? Oh my god, I can't even. Oh, yes, we meet the grandparents. We meet Hector Elizondo and Shirley MacLaine and they have their grandson and they say the line and now I, I we have to, we actually we're going to address this now because there's a line where it says this is a really hard day for him he used to make handmade cards with his mom now here's you the problem instantly you instantly thought she was dead and i didn't i but, didn't think she was dead i was like oh she's a floozy no. she's off oh no okay no 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 i see i think this movie tries to set up that his mom is dead that that is exactly what they're trying to set up because this movie is too saccharine for it to be that his mom what his mom's a slut his mom's out fucking dudes. Well, that's what I thought. No, that's instantly what I thought. It says Valentine's more about you Day. than it does about the movie. Uh, <laughs> but Sorry. then instantly, when we saw Julia Roberts coming home on the okay. plane. Okay. Okay. Yes. Hold on. First, I was going to say is that's just really bad writing. Okay. That's that. All that is doing is doing exposition stuff. 
But then when he wakes up and it's his mom, I my first thought was that is such a cheap playwriting bullshit tactic. It I is. Hated, I'm not. I I'm not gonna lie. Hated it. Yes, it is. But do you know what's worse than that? What Taylor Swift in this movie? <laughs> I, one of my notes was. I didn't think I could li- not like Taylor Swift anymore. And then I watched this movie. I'm not a, okay. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I actually can't stand her. Okay. Here's at all or her Swifters. Can I, whatever you call I, them. Here's what I would like to say about Taylor Swift, which isn't much because I don't know her music. That now, well. what, what, whatever we say right now, I just killed us by the way. What you, I just you said, kill, like again, like I killed us, like, murdered us. We're going to be dead tomorrow morning. Okay, that's tough. Cause we're not even releasing this for another week, <laughs> but they're fucking rough. out there. This is rough. Um. So whatever you say next is no, gonna like kill no, our kids. No, it's not. It's not. No. Did you hear what I, just I said? Kill our kids. I know, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna save them right now. Okay. So there was for a while there. We used to. We had a playlist for our kids, and they loved. They used to love to dance to the um. Oh my god. Oh shit. Now now we're oh, dead. Oh, the one. Oh. Um, where she's being um. She's the swan. Ditzy. Dance. Uh. Uh, I'm just gonna shake it off. I'm gonna shake, 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 shake. Yeah. The kids love that song. They did. And uh, it it grew on me in the way where like any top forty song does, where it's like I hear it enough, it's like fuck, that song is stuck in my head. You're lucky because every time I heard that song, I was like Beyonce sing this right. (laughs) This is Beyonce on Uh, an off day. No, it's not. That's what I kept telling myself. And and so and I know that she's pervasive in the cultural zeitgeist. She's everywhere, and so that that's fine. But part of it is like I, I I I read somewhere once like on like a really random clickbait website where it's like Taylor Swift doesn't like the reputation she has as being a, like a ditzy girl. Yes, she because of songs. I've heard that. But but like here's the problem, and I realize that this movie is 12 years old, but I have to say this anyway. Why, why, even even though it's true that d- she's she dated Taylor Lautner around the same time as this movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Why would you play this character if you are, if you're that concerned about how you're presented? Yeah. And like, and well, maybe thing, because she didn't have control over like what she got to pick. Oh, okay. Cause I think that but, was a huge thing. But, but I, I, I don't, I, I know I have to do more research on this if I want to know the truth, but like I have such a problem because she is such she is in play, she's playing intentionally such a ditzy, oh, yeah. moronic person that it's like you are perpetuating this myth of yourself by playing this character. Right. And well, I was more the upset. Character, the character that we saw was like, oh, my God, this is her in like all of her music videos. Yeah. yeah Because she plays well, that that's, character that's in the, all her music videos. The Shake It's It Off like, video in particular. Yes. It's all about like. Yeah. You know, I'm I, I can't. Nobody takes me seriously because I date guys or whatever. And it's like. But you can't you can't be the you can't no. be the reason why this myth is perpetuated. No, it's like how about this? Why don't you be a strong woman in a video and something that girls can look up to? And how about that? That is how you make it. That's how you get role models. Or that's how you I can't that's even how you speak. become a role model. That's how you become a role model. Maybe I'm she needs not she, a role model. She needs some I role drink models. wine. There's nothing wrong with drinking wine. Listen, we I mean, are both. I do have to say though, buzzed. We are. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I am a role model. Are you kidding me? I I am. 
there there is in a this sign. Movie, there were times. There's a this... sign in your office that says "boss bitch." I am the like, boss well, bitch. That's true. Well, because really, it's like if you're gonna fuck with me or you're gonna fuck with anyone in my immediate family, I will kill you. Now there we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna right? shift gears here. Good. You will you because would. you did just like save me from from death because yeah. we're, okay. Uh, now there is uh there's a theater connection. Would you like to hear it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when when Bradley Cooper and Julia Roberts are on the plane and they're asleep and you missed this part, you missed the part I where did. The, I missed the part where the flight attendant put a blanket. She puts on the them. blanket on them and the the captain is like, uh, folks, blah, 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 and he's given the little announcement. What was I writing? You were drunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you were ah. you, I, something else. Okay. Um, the flight attendant's talking about the weather and he says something about something 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 three days of rain. Oh yeah, I was. I did write a note about that. Three days of rain. Is a play. a play. It's a Richard Greenberg play. I did write that. And but the reason it's worth mentioning is because Bradley Cooper was in it. And Julia Roberts were she both in, in the Broadway run of At Three the same Days time? of Rain. They were in it together. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. I knew he was in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think it was added as like a little because we can mention something about Weren't you in rain. That? No. no. What were you in? Uh, I was in a steady rain. A steady rain. That's what But it was. we saw, remember Three Days of Rain was done at the apartment yes. at Western? We actually saw a production of it. We yeah. did. Yep. You're right. Yep. That's the thing. That's We got real personal wow. there on the pod. <laughs> Um, I have a question for you. And uh, so I, it was on the Order episode. Do you remember this? You got really upset because a nun hugged somebody? Was yes. that Okay. So, oh, we are hold, talking about no, this scene. No, no, no. Well, hold on. Here's my question. And you can talk about your problem here in a second, but I, I have a question. Can a nun hold a Jewish baby? I think so. <laughs> I think they can. So I know. Okay. You, I want you I to do, talk about your I part first. I want to talk first. about this. Yeah. Yes. I'm so happy you brought that up. So we're at, um, uh, Seneca. Ashton Kutcher's. Yeah, yeah, yes. The, the, um, the florist. Florist yeah. shop. Mm-hmm. His, his shop. And it's Valentine's day. So there's a line out the door. It is booming. And I have to say, I, I loved that like 95% of the people in line were women. Okay. Buying flowers, which is totally fine, but it's women buying flowers. Okay. Where are the men? Is all I have to say. I, They're working. I They're making the money. They were not They a are breadwinners. Women stay. I'm I, Oh my God. I'm totally you kidding me. I, I am kidding you. I am Good. because you are the breadwinner of this family <laughs> anyway. and it's clearly a joke. <laughs> and for anybody who didn't know that beforehand, let me take the time now to represent below freezing to say that uh, Melissa St. John is the breadwinner of the St. John household. Um, I am following my heart. Whereas Melissa is following the purse. <gasps> she is making this money. I, I'm trying to make I, the joke I'm about using my brain. You are, de- babe, the reason we could do anything I'm ever I'm a boss at all, bitch. Just end it at that. I am bitch. the boss bitch. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> we're getting deep on this we episode. We are. Yeah. My God. Um, so we're we're in this florist shop, mm-hmm. and you have a woman that's up next, and it's fucking busy, and there's a line out the door. Yep. And she's holding a child. Yep. A, uh, a baby under 16 months old. I'd have to say. Uh, yeah, between one, between one and two. Yes. Yeah, I, I, like I'm, I'm under with Under a year and a half, I feel like. Sure. And she's got to be in line holding this baby for God knows how long. She gets up to the register. And what does she do, moms, that are listening? 
she places the baby on the register because we fucking do that because we need a goddamn break oh, holding okay. our babies. Oh my god! And this what is... happens? Wow! The fucking like cash register lady. What do you call her? The salesperson? Hutches? Oh my god, the... babe! I'm getting so mad talking oh, about this. Is, this is interesting. You're gonna get mad at me in a second. The baby mm -hmm. from under the armpits picks the baby up and puts her on her feet and goes, ma'am, you can't stick your baby on the register. I got so pissed. First of all, my first note was, don't touch my fucking baby. My second note was, I'm going to jail because I just punched that bitch in the face for touching my baby. Oh, wow. You We're don't touch my baby. On Hold on. Is there a sign on the register that says, do not place babies on the register. If there is not a sign there, then you can't fucking touch my baby and tell me that I can't put my baby there. Oh my God. That is, that is, okay, what you are saying is insane. No. It is insane. No. Okay, so you're, are you telling me that if you're walking on the street, like walking around, doing shopping, doing whatever you need to do, and you're like, fuck, I'm tired. I'm going to put my baby on this car. And the car takes off. Are you mad at the driver for leaving because I the baby is on the car? I wouldn't put my baby on something that but could fucking But you would put move. the baby on a register. I have, on a register. I have placed our children on a register. Don't so admit this. Fucking don't pay. admit this on air. No. <laughs> no. You don't know because you're a man and you don't have to deal with this shit. That is. Okay. No. Hold on. No. That is. Who Absolutely. used to huff it? Who used to huff it with Stella? Walk to QFC. And, with and ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is where after 17 long years together, we finally Are you announcing our divorce? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Babe, babe, look at me in the eyes. I can't. I got to find a lawyer. Babe, if I stuck my baby on a fucking moving car... Or if I stuck my baby on I a register. I didn't say moving car. Listen to me. If I stuck one of our kids somewhere. If Look at me in the eyes. If I stuck our kids on something and somebody told me I can't do that, do you think, A, you would let them tell me what to do? Or B, do you think I would let them tell me what to do? No. Okay. I could stick them on something awful and if somebody <laughs> I could stick them on a conveyor belt leading to like an incinerator yeah. and and if somebody told me ma'am okay. you can't stick your baby there you'd be like don't fucking tell my wife where to stick our child you but, would do that okay. you would have my back but I'm okay can I can I tell you the problem I'm having please I, but I want you to hear me because I, I'm giving you props in another way because, and you're gonna, you're about to own this. You're about to own the thing I tell you. The first time that we went to New York and we went into the city as a family, you, Melissa St. John, yes. on your own, the entire I day, I huffed, held Stella in the carrier. In my back, on you my back. You, the only time you weren't holding her is when we had lunch. And other than that, <laughs> She was on you. So if you're you did, telling and me, you did, you if did. you're telling me <laughs> that you're going to sit our child down on some random florist counter, I'm going to be like, bullshit. 
I'm going to call you out <laughs> for being like, you're going to let some florist take our child? Well, okay. <laughs> hey. Can I, I, wanna inf- I I wouldn't stick our child on a register, but you're right, because I would have our, stra- our child strapped to my back. Nobody's you grabbing would, our kid. You tried. You were like, babe, let me hold, let me hold her. Let me I almost you. lost a finger. And I was like, don't fucking touch her. The father of my child, I wouldn't even let put on his back. You're right. But that just explains us. And that's why we don't have a lot of friends. So, so I want to I want to mention something. So I just mentioned that scene. How many minutes, roughly, into the movie do you think we are in that scene? Like 15, 20 minutes. I was gonna say forty. No. Really? No, nope, not no, even. I think we're like forty minutes nope, in. No, we're not. We're not. Okay. But I want to tell you how far <laughs> we are into the recording, which is we're, we're like almost at an hour. Oh. <laughs> and we okay. are dragging, oh. which is okay. Which is okay. Um, not- there is, there is so much in this movie. I mean, okay. I so, do have- so, okay. No, you go, go no, first. I was, no, you I, go. no, 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 no mention. I've, I, please. I was just going to say, uh, okay. Do you, I think the big question is like right. with the Ashton Kutcher character is like, do you tell your best friend? So he's a florist. Yeah. He has a best friend who we find out is Jennifer Gardner. Yes. Character. Mm-hmm. And we find out um, Patrick Dempsey. Is that his name? Dempsey. He, yeah. He's the doctor that happens to come in and he's like, I, you're the owner. Okay. I need some discretion here. So, I need- so hold on. Hold on. We got, we, so, so. Okay. When we first meet Patrick Dempsey, he's with Jennifer Garner, and it seems like, ooh, they're in a, in a great relationship. Yes, they just got he's, done having apparently sex. Apparently, he's divorced. He's not. He's married. He has a family. And he comes into the floor shop, Ashton Kutcher, and Ashton yep. Kutcher is best friends with Jennifer Garner. And Patrick Dempsey needs two deliveries made, one to his, his wife, wife and, and one to his girlfriend. To Jennifer Garner. And he needs discretion. Yes, and now Ashton Kutcher is placed in a dilemma where, well, he obviously knows Jennifer Garner. Mm-hmm. What does he do? Yeah. Sorry. So my question is, like, do you tell your friend? Yes. Like, but it's it's not even that. It's not like, do you tell your friend, like, hey, the person you're fucking actually has a wife. I know this because, like, I'm a florist and he came <laughs> in and talked to me. But it's like, do you tell your friend, like, I just don't think that that guy or that woman is right for you. Well, no, see that the because pro- there's two separate things I know, going but that, on here. That's the problem with the movie, though. Is so to answer the first question, yes, obviously, if you know something about uh, somebody close to you, you do it. The problem with the movie, though, is that we're unaware that Ashton might have a thing for Jennifer Garner until after this. Well, we kind of get a. I don't. No, I disagree. Well, okay. I disagree. So this movie is made for women because Shh. any woman Because will women be are like, gullible. Yes. What? I said it. <laughs> Swifties, kill oh, my husband. Uh, That's shit. okay. I'll put no. a life, a no, life I, uh, insurance policy out on him. I don't have one anymore. I'll so put one out on you. That's pretty late. And we have recorded evidence that you are doing <laughs> this. So guess what? You're going to jail. Um, no, I, I disagree, though. I don't. Because of the again, this movie is set up in such a way that we want to like like at the and now and maybe this is just bad storytelling, but I am meant to believe that Ashton Kutcher is going to get together with Je- Jessica Alba, and like and like 
I, I, we got to go back to there. The last time we see Jessica Alba is when she's checking into a hotel. We never see her again. All of a sudden, right, right. she's just out of the picture. Yeah, she's living her life with her dog. But which is which is which Man's is fine. Best, Do your best thing. Friend. What's the what's the brand? What's her brand that you that you talk about? What does Jessica Alba do? Oh, The Honest Company. Exactly. Good, yeah. good for her. Go make diapers and stuff for our babies so we can exactly. have safe products for our babies. We love you, Jessica Alba, and thank you for that. Exactly. But the movie makes me believe that they're going to get back together. And when and then, and then all of a sudden, again, this movie is too long. It's like halfway through the movie where we find out that, like, oh, it's he should have said something long ago and he didn't. And I, I have a problem with that because – that that relationship, the Jessica Alba, or sorry, the Ashton Kutcher Jennifer Garner relationship, is sort of the thing that we're driving towards. Yeah. But it's not given that much attention. Well, okay, can we talk about the? Oh, I'm doing air quotes here, but like, can yep. you say who the couples are in this movie? Because yes. There's a few. Okay, so um, the in terms of well, again, well, well, I'll do this the best I can. So Jessica Alba and Ashton Kutcher are a couple at the beginning, right? And Patrick Dempsey and Jessica and uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Garner are a couple at the beginning, and then we have um, Hector Elizondo and Shirley MacLaine. They're the older couple in the movie. We have Topher Grace and Anne Hathaway. They're like sort of a, a budding couple, and then we have the couples that end up together. Like we have. Um, Jamie Foxx and Jessica Biel who end up together. We find out, and I hope to God we don't skip past this, Bradley Cooper and um, what's the actor's name? I want to get this right here. Eric Dane are <coughs> apparently a couple, which, fuck that, for, for multiple reasons. That was reasons. very much throwing. Yeah. That was, and I, uh, nope, screw it, fuck Let's it. I'm doing it now. it now. I'm doing it now. So we're talking about all the couples, and we're starting to see the connections of, like, who's going to be with who. And my first, like, not my first note, but one of my notes was, why can't we see a, a like, like a same sex or a, a transgendered sure. couple? Yeah, something like, other why than can't we see a that? heteronormative couple. I yeah. shit you not. This next scene was this man walking into a house where you see that one guy sleeping on a chair and then... You see it like from the neck down, a guy in a suit. And I was like, oh, my God. I said it to you. I was like, that's Bradley Cooper. And it was. It ended up being Bradley Cooper. And I was like, but where, where's our like connection earlier on in? Do you need a connection? And then it's like, do you need a connection? Maybe I'm just looking for that. Maybe you don't need it. But I just felt like it was. I felt like it was forced. It, oh, it was. I think the biggest problem i have is that I, I i get the idea of wanting to surprise us with that but the the problem i have is that they they made no real allusions to it and it feels shoehorned in and that's that's the problem if you're gonna have a same-sex couple or a couple represented on the lgbtq i don't know spectrum it like to shoehorn it in actually says way more than people think yeah. like oh it's an afterthought let's just make it an afterthought and i i don't know i'm like I know that we're married and we're we are a we're heterosexual. I I'm sorry. I know we we're married. Yes, we are. We're married. How long? Uh, <laughs> I know how long. No, 17 years is how long we've been together. Oh, eight, eight years. Yeah. Sorry, I know how long we've been together. Okay. That's what I think about yeah. mostly is how many like 
fuck, whatever. Fuck you. We've been long enough that I can say fuck you to you, yeah. and I don't mean it like literally. Um, you don't want to fuck me? I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that it it felt like such an afterthought. Yeah. And it's it, not represented anywhere else in the you're movie. You're right. And I think that's when you can distinguish like what is an afterthought and what is actually like built into the script is when there's something or evidence or um, I mean, anything, a a sentence that can allude to that, you know? Yeah. Um, And and it did. It almost made me feel like like they put this through to a test audience and then you had a test audience that went like, I can't relate that's what it felt sure. like to me. And then it was like, wow, you just threw this. You threw this on to think that that could relate to it. You know, somebody, I don't know. It just well, felt very. And at one point, and I, and I don't want to speak for you, but you certainly made like you kind of alluded when when the when the quarterback came out, mm-hmm. you like you like were like, oh, uh, and it seemed like you had a question. Now, I, I, I don't well, know. My I, question was like, is that how they do it? It was very well. Oh, the press conference in this movie. Now, now here's the thing. There are not, as far as I'm aware, and I don't follow this like vehemently, but there are not too many out players in the, in the NFL. And the few that have come out have definitely faced scrutiny for it. Not from like administrative purposes, but from like other players. And yes. And I get that. And I get that that's something that they're still like, and and here's my problem. And and, oh my God, this is going to get so deep. I'm too drunk to do this, but I'm the one play. The first player that really came out was, did not have the benefit of being a star quarterback as is our character in this and didn't have the benefit of being white. Now I'm going to try to get off my straight white male soapbox, but, but to be a, black not star player and come out as gay is going to be different from a white a well respect like in, yeah an aged but well proven star quarterback white player right and again it's one of those things that i think and it's 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 this is one of those things where comedy hasn't aged well and again is this a comedy i don't know um but you can't help but like well, I couldn't help but make the connection. Like, hum, it's probably pretty easy for this guy to come out versus this real life player. And I forget his name, and I feel really bad. And hopefully, I'll I'll link the the real player because there was a player. The first player who really came out was he was a gay black like defensive lineman or something, and it was not the same thing. It wasn't at all. Yeah. And shoehorning in this gay relationship just felt like such a. Let's hit all four quadrants, well, right? It, we got it. And the way they made it was like, it's okay. Like, it's so easy. You know what I mean? Like, it felt like yes. that. And when really, like, as an audience member watching this was like, I don't think that's how it would go. And I know that, that this isn't a movie about that, but it felt very sure. like, whoa. But, if, but, if, but also, like, if you're going to try to do that, do it with more tact. Right. Yeah, which this movie didn't have. It, it, definitely for that so, storyline. So I have something for you. Yes. Let's talk about the silver box. Sure. Now. And what you thought was in there? We, what's in the box? We, I did say that. I did say, what's in the box? So we have Ashton Kutcher at the beginning who goes to the L.A. floral market at the beginning. Yes. At the, you know, yep. early morning, he's Valentine's Day. Yep. 
And clearly he knows a lot of people. They know him. They're asking him like, hey, did she say yes? He's like, yeah, whatever. So he finds one guy that he's very close to. Yes. And um, he says, he, she said yes. Yes, yep. But, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's, he's like, I need to get her something special. Not roses, but. And he's like, oh, here. And he hands him a silver box. And as Ashton goes to open it to look inside, the guy goes, no, don't look inside. You can only open it at a special moment. Yeah, the right Which time. Yeah, immediately I was like, oh, no, that's not good. I honestly thought at that moment, babe, mm -hmm. this movie was going to be about <laughs> this box jumping from like person to person and like the wrong people opening this box. And like, that's why I said, what's in the box? Oh my like, God. Listen. Wait, hold on. I want, I know where the story is kind of going and I want you to get there, but I, I have to interrupt to say that the idea of this movie being about this box going from couple to couple yes. is infinitely better than the movie we saw. That's, that's what I thought. And so then the next person we see is this little like, Nine, I don't know. How old are you are in fifth grade? This boy I thought uh, was going to be 11, Stella's 11. age, to be honest no, with you. He's a bit, a bit older. Just a I little thought bit. this boy was like six. <laughs> and then he says he's in fifth grade. And I was like, I don't believe it. And I said it. But I was like, whatever, Hollywood. I get it. Um, <laughs> uh, so he's in fifth grade. And he's standing at the register. And he's like, I have a girlfriend. And I need to buy these flowers and I only have 12 bucks and whatever and Ashton Kutcher's like you're cute okay I'll I'll let you do it and I think that's where I thought the box was gonna like start to switch to and I was like oh god it's gonna go to like children yeah <laughs> how bad is this so the box doesn't really come into play to be honest with you until no not until and, it comes into but play even, and then when it does it's like oh so it's flowers. Yeah. The box comes into play. And when you open it up, it's beautiful flowers, but like in a box. Like my first thought was like, oh, like I. Okay. Oh, I'm surprised. We Can we get to what you thought? was? In I the box? thought a dildo was in the box. A big now, dildo. Yes. Now, and please, please. I asked you because yes. I was writing. How do you spell dildo? <laughs> and I said, how do you spell dildo? And. You said, what did you say? D-I-L-D-O? Yes. And I was like, oh, really? That's how you spell it? And you were like, yeah. And I was like. <laughs> I'm like, believe me, I know how to spell dildo. I, <laughs> I said, oh, it's not spelled D-I-L-L-D-O-U-G-H. Like, I just assumed no, it's not, dildo it's not was like, spelled it's like not dildo. It's not like dough. Like, like you're, make, you're baking something with dill. No, it's not dildo. I don't know. That I, was amazing. I honestly thought for my entire life, 34 years, I thought that's how you spelled dildo. And I'll okay. probably continue to spell it that way. But I was let down that those flowers were in the box because I didn't understand them. They didn't look that beautiful. And I was just like... Uh, oh, okay. I probably would have liked a dildo. Sure. I would have preferred <laughs> one, to be honest. <coughs> there are two. Mo I'm looking through my notes and there are two <laughs> moments that, you know, over an hour into this podcast, we haven't mentioned, but I want to bring them up. And if you want to respond to them, you can. But I want to bring them up separately because I want people to know just how all over the place this movie is. We have failed to mention 
the Emma Roberts relationship in high school where she's she's planning the first oh. sexual experience and how magical it's going to be. And and I want to give us time to talk about that. But I also and almost like there the is gay so much in this I, movie. I almost like the gay relationship. There is something that is in this movie that I can't believe is in this movie from the standpoint of why was it in this movie? Okay. And, and I want to set up the scene for you and for everybody who's listening. So Jennifer Garner is at the airport and she's made her way through. Don't do not respond mm-hmm. until I get through I know. This. I'm keeping my mouth shut. Jennifer Garner, she's made her way through security and she's fine. But Ashton Kutcher has to tell her, no, the guy that you think is your boyfriend is married. And he goes to the airport and he meets Larry Miller and the oversized luggage. Like he gets a ticket, the ticket that's going to get him anywhere he wants to go post 9-11 as if that fucking exists. I was just going to say. But so he, he's in security and he gets his way through and he's waiting for his shit to go through the security scan. But he can't wait. So he, he decides that he's going to run shoeless to the airport. And here's the thing. I'm, 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 if I stifle a laughter, it's because of the obscurity of this, not because of the person. I want to say this right now. Okay. But there is a, there is a young woman in a wheelchair who definitely has some kind of disability who's basically like, he can't run through the airport with no shoes. And she never, ever comes back into play. And she is clearly a young woman mm-hmm. with some physical disability because she's in a wheelchair and there's a tone to her voice. I, I Listen, I am not making fun of her no, in I know any way. I know you're not making fun of her. But this moment is so fucking random. I don't understand it and, at all. But this movie has like a few moments where it's like that. But this moment in particular made the prior moments like where you were like, oh, OK, like and and almost like made you go like, wait, did they just say that? But you kept watching this moment in particular made you go like, whoa, what? Like really stop and go. Why? Why do that? Or why really like play up? Because and it would be so- they played up the moment yeah it would and it would be different. i don't want to say like they try to make it comedic because i'm no, not trying no, to say no, it, they but didn't. they played up a moment that really just made the audience or at least us just go like hold on now no no now, no, no, the, no, no, no i think and i think that the the bigger problem i had with it is like it would be one thing if like okay let's say for instance julie roberts son Let's say he had some kind of a disability, right? But we we had a relationship with him, right? That he's okay. No, he's it's in a somebody wheelchair that or, we saw that we've never seen prior to yeah, this moment. But and, it's it it is so random and it feels so forced. Mm-hmm. Part of me wonders, like, was this person related to a producer and they just wanted to maybe, get this? But like, who knows? But, but like, and here's the thing: I I only I only bring it up because in any other movie it almost doesn't matter, but in this movie where everything is connected and everything means something. It's like, why? No, I get you. And I hear it, you. it sticks out in such, it's like shoehorning in the gay relationship where now we're, we're trying to fit in somebody who has a disability. No, don't do that. Either make them a part of the plot or don't. But I was like, I was baffled. I like, we're, Ashton Kutcher is basically telling Jennifer Garner, don't go because this guy is married. And I'm still thinking about this woman. And I know I skipped over the first date 
or not first date, the first sexual encounter stuff. But like, I, I, babe, I, I told you at one point we were halfway through this movie and I already had pages of notes and I, I babe, I gotta be honest I with you. I, I don't think that... I have the strength <laughs> to go through every note I have in here. I don't think, I don't think I can either. Cause I, mean, I have a lot of notes, I mean, but I do could, have, I we have could spend, hold on. We could spend five minutes on Emma Roberts' mom staring at the junk of her boyfriend. <laughs> I'm surprised. That's a thing that happens. I'm surprised that scene didn't come back in because I thought it was going to come back in. Ne- he, he, never. I I do have to say, if we can end it on anything, it would be out of all the couples mm. in the film, what couple do you relate to the most based off of us? Hands down. Oh, come on. You know this one. If you don't know the answer to this, I know the answer. I, I just it. want to know if you do. It's Shirley MacLaine oh, and Hector, Hector. Elizondo, <laughs> and it's it's because and this was early on. This oh was yeah, the first scene we see them in. Uh, I oh my god, it's he's talking to the he's talking to his his grandson, and he's and the 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 Hector Elizondo is like you know and that was the woman I fell in love with, and he was and the, the grandson says like. Oh, she was beautiful then? And the grandpa's like, she is beautiful. He, he doesn't say was. He You're says right. is. And it shows just how much that he's still in love with her. And then there's, so the the, the line that did it for me, I think the, my best line is the movie, is. Um, oh, yep. I know what it is. Well, okay. I have to say there's two because there's technically two couples that I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Oh. The first couple I instantly was like, that's Adam and I. It was Shirley MacLaine and Hector in the first scene and how they describe who they are. I was like, hands down, this is who Adam and I are. I know what your line is. The second couple was, um, I almost said Mario Lopez. Ah, <laughs> he's not in this. No, he's not. Uh, A much older actor is he, uh, George Lopez. George Lopez. When Ashton Kutcher's like, how did you and your wife uh, get it right? Like the first time. And he, is he the one that he goes, that's easy. He goes, I married, I married my best friend. Yeah. Hands down. I was like, that's the line of the movie. Like, although yes, yeah, Shirley MacLaine and Hector, I'm like, that's Adam and I, I get it. Like we, you and I got together so young and we just grew up. We literally grew up in a relationship together. So yeah. that makes sense. But at the, I mean, I don't know if you do this or if you have friends that do this. Probably not because I don't think men ask this. Uh-huh. But I have friends that are still trying to just find the right guy <laughs> today. And they're just like, how did you do it? And it's like, it is like I, I'm with my best friend. I'm not with my husband. I'm not having to constantly go out with my friends each week because I need that. It's I'm with my best friend and that's how I'm living. I don't know. I just thought that was such a amazing, like obviously an amazing line. Everybody wants to hear that, but for a Valentine's day movie, if we want to be romantic, if we really want to like set that tone, it's like the truth is if you want to marry somebody or if you just want to be like partners or whatever, it's like do it with somebody that you like and that you have a actual friendship with yeah, that, because you can have a relationship with somebody that you're attracted to, of course, mm-hmm. but in the end on a day-to-day basis, it's like you need that friendship. You need that somebody that is with you in the 
bad times and that's going to stay there because people aren't always going to stay there through the the awful times. So that really like stuck to me. And you know, we've been together for so long. Our advice is our advice, but if anybody wants to be with somebody for 17 years and we're only 34 years old, so I think that says something. We're still young. Fucking A. Be with somebody that you like and that you have that friendship with because and, and I, I I mean and I will say and I don't want to speak for you but like we certainly we built our way into that friendship mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense like when we, we met in high school high school's high school high school's a shit show yeah. like for fuck's sake high you don't even know who awful. you are in high school <laughs> but like but certainly by the end of college and like that's a testament to us finding that right, right. and like I think and, and like I don't know. I, it's tough. And exactly the way you just said it is absolutely right. Like, like our advice is our advice. And, and, and maybe you find someone you don't, and it's not worth sticking it out that long to, 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 to see if that's there. But like after, after that length of time, it was like, well, it's not just a relationship anymore. Mm-hmm. Not like, not like a, a uh, romantic relationship. It's, it was more than that. Yeah. And yes, it's, if you're lucky enough, you are married to the person that you consider your best friend. Yeah. And I, I think we know enough people where that's not the case and that's unfortunate, but Ooh, like, I didn't mean to laugh at that. No, moment. no. But like, it was, I, just, it was more like, a. Uh, I certainly yes, think we do that, know that, that the, the, the couples that stick it out are the ones where that is the case. Yeah. Um, and yes, it was a great line to hear it. And in a movie full of like awkwardly comedic moments and just like baffling things, that line stuck out in a positive way because mm-hmm. this movie is, it's not good. It's just not good. And that movie, that, that moment felt really nice and genuine. I, I, okay. So to just put all the cards out on the table, I have to say, I think this was a a good, bad movie for the relationship of, um, Shirley MacLaine and Hector. I don't know his last name. Elizondo. Okay. And, and for the brief moment that we get to see, see or hear about um george, george lopez yeah. and his partner really like makes up this movie for me because as i'm watching this movie i'm just you know it's me i love a happy ending i want people to be happy and i want to just have like this pretty package wrapped up at the end where it's like oh i get it and through most of this movie i'm like oh my god what is gonna happen what's happening and then when things were starting to come to Fruition. It was just kind of like, did I say that right? Fruition. <laughs> Fru. Fruition. Yes. Thank you. Bottle of wine. We are deep. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it it really just made it to me like the moments that or the lines that stuck out was like, yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this movie again for that for that specific moment. Before I answer that question, okay. Savior of the film. Who is the person? And there are, a, there are quite a few options. Who carried you through the movie? Oh, who did? Yeah. Well, it's a, I have to say it's a duo. Okay. Because it's a relationship movie. Uh, okay. Shirley MacLaine and Hector. I don't know his last name. Elizondo. <laughs> Hector Elizondo. It was those two because. Just their whole relationship. So you find out they've been together 51 years and then he, they're all telling his grandson like, um, 
they're gonna his re- grandson's like so when's the first time you found the person that you love and he's like well i married her and it's the only person i've ever been with which was so sweet and i do have to say i wrote in my notes like <laughs> that never happens <laughs> <laughs> melissa um <laughs> but <laughs> it it just is, for him to like be so like it was me and her and we've only been together and then when you know, 51 years into it, she's like, oh, no. Remember that time you went away and I actually slept with somebody else? It And it was brief. It was very brief. And they didn't have this. Uh, you didn't see a fight. You just saw that he went to a movie at a cemetery, which I thought was very weird. Yep. But they do on Valentine's Day every year. Mm-hmm. He went alone. And that for me was like, oh, that's. I don't know. I think that like hurt me more where I was like, that's sad. Like clearly they do this together. But I have to say, Shirley MacLaine walking through the crowd in her red bedazzled like and it was a red bedazzled ensemble. She was. Yeah. put together. Yelling his name. And then the audience just going, just say who you are or whatever. Um, instantly, I was like, that's Adam and I. I would do that in a heartbeat and I would be wearing that and we would also be like hugging and kissing i don't know i just i it resonated with me babe and that's what made that scene specifically made me go like this is a movie i'm gonna watch i i hear you i love it um i okay (laughs) i don't know that i have a savior of this movie what not even like shirley mcclain no 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 i think they're great but like i mean like i everybody is so underutilized in a real way like we haven't talked about kathy bates a because she's barely in it and b she's not pivotal to the plot she's not no. but an oscar winner is in this movie she is. and does nothing so instead i'm gonna take this and mean so okay i'll answer your i'll answer the question believe it or not i also think this is a good bad movie okay oh my god this is this is this what we're gonna watch on valentine's day yeah, exactly <laughs> this movie was so entertaining and you might you might shit your pants. Don't literally do it. My savior of the movie was every time Taylor Swift was on screen because she was so bad. She was so bad. She reminded me, yes, this is the kind of movie we're watching. Babe, the, the scene where she's given the press conference, she's a fucking idiot. And like, that is, I, I laughed the most when she was on screen. And you did. You definitely did. And I think that made me the most (laughs) mad. I think it was those scenes that made me go like, I want to turn this into a horror film. Oh, my God. Um, Oh, I don't get it. I don't know why. I. It's like she's perpetuating this own this myth about her. I don't know why I don't like her. I I, I, I don't. That's fine. It's fine. It's like anybody can mention Taylor Swift, and I instantly am like, we're not friends. The more that you say, the less I know. Here's the thing. Yes, (laughs) I will sing to her songs. 100% I will sing to her songs. (laughs) And then somebody asks me who they are, and I'm like, my daughter Stella Ah, or Sophie or my husband Adam because they will sing sing to it. I sing along. I don't like know all her it's only the ones that are on Shake it off. 106.1 that play yeah. like every play two is seconds gonna play, play, yeah. play. okay anyways i don't give a shit um Ugh. okay so there you go awful. this is listen ladies and gentlemen this is a good bad movie it is redonkulous but it's so ridiculous that you will not help but maybe, maybe you'll laugh 
Maybe you'll cry. Maybe you'll drink an you entire will, bottle of I wine. I mean, you will definitely laugh at a point in this movie, if sure. not multiple. You will be upset at a point in this movie, if not multiple. You will cry or tear up. Maybe not cry, because I didn't cry. So if I didn't cry, I don't think people will cry. You will tear up or want to, like, if you thought about the moment, like, maybe 10 <laughs> seconds more, you could cry. You could do that in this movie. Maybe if you watched Coda right before this, that's oh, not. I know, I know, movie. I did that. For, I did a great movie. Oh, um, Coda's so good. I know. Uh, so, but hey, officially, below freezing. This is a good bad movie. We recommend it. Whether you are in a relationship or not, watch this movie. It, it'll be an experience for better or for worse. Um, and uh, uh, we want to thank you for listening. You can find us on all the platforms where you listen to podcasts. Please like, subscribe, rate, review, whatever each individual podcast launching thing you can you you follow. You can do those things. Um, and uh, you know we took a little break. We, this was our month of romance, Pearl Harbor, and and Valentine's Day. We're gonna get back to the Underworld franchise. Yes, which means hint rewatching one of the movies. I never th- I never thought oh I would God. watch I any of the movies I've... more than once. You know what? But. If, it's going to happen. If we stuck together through that, anybody could make it through anything. If if Valentine's Day taught me anything, if you're married to your best friend, you can endure. <laughs> you can endure the shittiness of the Underworld film yeah. franchise, uh, which is where we're going back to. Uh, but until our next shitty film, I am Adam. And I am Melissa. Thanks, Thanks for, tuning for tuning in. in. And, and happy, happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah, we weren't on, we weren't on it. We weren't synced at that moment. But, like. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs>